Welcome back to the Who's He podcast, and once again, this is me, Phil, and me, Paul. And on this month's show, we are going to be looking at another big finish story, and we're this time looking at a Sixth Doctor story, or a Sixth Doctor and Master Master story as well. And it's Vampire of the Mind, uh, which we should be looking at a little bit later. Uh, but first, as usual, the news. Now, there's not a lot of actually, there's there is hardly any news at all. So unfortunately, we have to start off with. Um, the only news item that we have, which is a very, very sad news item, and that is that the actor Tony Selby uh, sadly passed away at the age of 83. Now, some of you might recall the confusion. Um, it was about two, three months back now, wasn't it? Paul, maybe not even yeah. long ago as that. Um, that sort of announced his death. It happened to, unfortunately, it was another Tony Selby. Um, I think he was, he was a, a producer or something at the BBC. And everyone just jumped to the wrong conclusion that it was Tony Silver, the actor. Um, unfortunately, on this occasion, no, it's, it's not wrong. He he has actually sadly sadly passed away. Now, for Doctor Who fans, you'll know he played Savalon Glitz in uh, three Doctor Who stories. Um, the Mysterious Planet um, and The Ultimate Foe. And then he returns with, uh, in Dragonfire, that was his last appearance um, on television in, in that role. Um, yeah, I mean... It's not only that, Paul. He, he leaves behind quite a, a big sort of legacy of 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 work, doesn't he? Yeah. Because obviously, I I don't know about you, but I knew him before Doctor Who, and money from Get Some In. Did you ever watch yeah. that? Um, yeah. When it was on yeah, no, back yeah, in the I day. Remember that? Yes. Yeah. Um, which I think actually has been repeated or has been repeated on Talking Pictures TV. Yes. It had, I, unfortunately, I didn't because it was on. A, a, I think it's about six o'clock or something. Um, I, I didn't get a chance to um to, to see it um but i forgot it was also in eastenders as well as, as one of the mitchell clan clive mitchell i've got no i never watched eastenders yeah, so i've got absolutely no no, no, no idea that one no, no no idea um but going through other things that um that, that, that he's done um sort of things that we were know zed cars cat weasel minder crown uh, the, 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 <laughs> the ubiquitous crown court um yeah the good life um Sort of the obviously the detectives, um, which I used to love. Were you were you a fan of the detectives, Paul? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Mainly because it's it was those you don't know the, what the detectives is. It was Jasper Carrot. Um, it was a well, he started, but he was a folk singer. So then became sort of like a a stand up comedian, slightly in the sort of Billy Connolly mould, wasn't it? That's where Billy Connolly yeah. started. There was it was a, was a folk singer. Um, and that sort of, but then they they did. Um, Jasper Kirk moved into sort of. Um, it was like a stand up, um, come sketch show. And one of the sketches um, in his in his show um, was the detectives. It only went of about five minutes, wasn't it? And it was like, a, yeah. how, how would you describe? Was it a sort of like a a parody of? Was it the Sweeney or just parody of detective like cop shows? The you know, the, you yeah. know, the, the cop, but the buddy cop duo genre yeah. wasn't it um and it got expanded out it, it was immensely popular um and it's just funny seeing robert powell in 
a straight role, or sort of a comedic role, sorry, not straight role. Yeah. Um, uh, but he was a the he's a very very good friend of Jasper Carrot. That's how he got involved in it. Um, but when it went to see, I think they made was it four series of the detectives. Um, Tony Selby joined the cast. Was it was it Nozza? Was it Nozza? His character's yeah, own? I think so. Yeah, he was the sort of the one that was the police officer that was always criticising them or laughing at them for getting it wrong, wasn't he? Really, or or playing sort of practical jokes on them, things yeah. like that, wasn't he? Yeah, um, yeah. So um, yeah, so he, he was sort of wildly. I, I sort of sort of really knew him from from that as well. But um, yeah, I mean, it's so, so many things. But he was in an episode of the Sweeney. Um, which I don't know the name of the top of my head, but he played a, a villain, like a, a... He was the main villain in that. So do you remember that one? He's that gangster who has um, the guy sort of shot in the pub. Yeah. Um, and he's remember, brief one, one, one of them was called Bud, wasn't it? And I can't remember whether Bud's it was his was, character. Yeah. No, Bud was, was the one who was shot. And that was yeah. Chris Ellison, who yeah. was in The Bill, wasn't it? Who, yeah. who actually Tony Silby was also in at some point as well, funnily enough. Um, but... Tony Selby's brief in that was Julian Glover, another Doctor yeah. Who connection there. So, um, yeah, it was. Uh, so, he, I think he acted for um, about seventy years. He started his first acting at the age of thirteen. So um, that that is quite some career he had uh, behind him. So I think we 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 doff our cap to to him. And we actually did. Um, we did see him at the BFI. Did, were you there at that one where the Oh, which one is it? Was the one? It was a sixth Doctor one, but it's when neither Colin Baker or Nicola Bryant could turn up for it. Were you there at that one? Um, yeah, I think I was actually. I'm trying to think now, because Tony Selby was one of the guests on stage with yeah, yeah. some other Doctor Who alumni. Yeah, it was the two Doctors, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah, so the, yeah, so you had. Oh, was it Fraser Hines, Tony Selby, and oh, was it Eric Saywood? Yes, it was, wasn't it? I remember, I remember yeah. there being three guests on the stage. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. So no, so we we, we can actually say we saw Tony Selby in actually live on stage. There we are. Mm. There we are. So, um, but say so we 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 doff our we doff our cap to you, sir. It's uh, a very long and distinguished career. Yes. So, uh, anyway, anyway, um, as I said to begin with, there wasn't a lot of news, but there's 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 a lot of there's a couple of rumours we need to discuss. So, in that case, then we better get over to Omega's Tittle Tattle Corner. Here, Doctor, everything is possible. Right. Okay. So, um, what's what's the Tittle Tattle this month, Paul? Now, um, the first thing is the next series of Doctor. Now, we we heard something quite interesting, and we, um, I. I Personally, I begin to wonder how long the BBC would would hold out on this before they sort of made could have potentially made this decision, and that is the next season of Doctor Who will be streaming on the iPlayer immediately after the first episode's gone out, um, so which means you can just watch them all in one fell swoop if you want to. You can binge them. Um, what's your thoughts on this one, Paul? Um, I, I think it, it sort of. Was, to my mind, if it does happen, it's kind of well inevitable, really. Yeah, I, mean, I don't. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not necessarily keen on that. I quite like the idea of you have to wait till the following week for for the next episode. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I think that's. I mean, to be honest, I, the BBC have shied away from that from a lot of stuff, haven't they? 
I'm not sure it's yeah. something they, they do a lot of. Whereas well, I perhaps think, Sky I think and ITV do. They do. Than... I th- well, actually, the BBC have started streaming um, stuff. Uh, oh, there was something quite recently, like the first episode, and then you could watch the remaining episodes immediately on iPlayer. Um, and on the back of my mind, I was thinking, "Were they doing Doctor Who?" And I thought, "Oh no, traditionally it's always been like you know the the you know the weekly format, and you have to wait till next week." And but then again, well, any drama you watch follows that same format. You have to wait till next week to find what happened. But uh, so Doctor is no different in that in you know in that respect. So really, should it be, should Doctor be any different when it comes to streaming all the episodes straight after the first episode has, has aired on terrestrial television? The only thing I say about that is I think BBC are more interested in uh, TV audience figures than perhaps any other station, mainly because they have to justify. I always feel they have to justify the license fee, and I think more conscious of. Programs can get a bounce out of what programs they're around. Mm. That some people may carry on watching something because they've been watching, I don't know, the Antiques Roadshow or whatever. Um, maybe, maybe. But uh, no, no, I, I see. I, I do see what you're saying. Um, but the and, same... and vice versa. You know, yeah, the, the yeah. Antiques Roadshow may get some figures after from if it follows Doctor Who, or whatever. Whereas well, if think... you do put everything on iPlayer straight away, mm. yeah, you basically lose a large part of your audience to that to that show, and you don't get any bounce from when it's actually shown. Well, I think to a certain degree, you, you, ITV, well, actually any commercial television station, has got the same issue is the fact that yes they they do also run audience figures because they've got a, it's it's the fact they've got to please their sponsors because obviously people pay for commercial time don't they in the ad breaks so by but i don't think to a certain extent that say sky or itv i know i know yes their their sponsors are quite keen on what the figures are mm, yeah and obviously that sort of gives a tend to go to the if you if you want to say this, not very nicely about ITV or they go to the the lowest common denominator of program mm. to get larger audience fee audience uh, viewing ratings. Whereas you know the BBC is trying to make decent programs, but then it's more that the BBC gets stuff thrown at them. I know, the figures the thing thrown is that- at them. Yeah, they do. I, 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 the thing is, though, Paul, as soon as you said that like, BBC make quality pro, I'd immediately thought of Don't Scare the Hair. Yeah. <laughs> and what was that the one they followed out with? Flip, wasn't it? <laughs> well, I mean, but, but on was that it... thing, how, how, how much of a boost did figures for, did, did Doctor Who get from following Don't Scare the Hair? <laughs> I mean, it's, oh, all right, it's all right moaning about what the viewing figures are now, but it obviously doesn't follow a quality programme like that. Well, the, the 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 only thing that sort of um, kind of sort of kind of troubles me, and if it is true, we don't know if it is true. As I say, no. this is just rumor and, and conjecture. Um, it's the fact that modern modern audiences now they want to binge everything. And I know the BBC at the moment are very very they're sort of treading on eggshells around a lot an awful lot of um, things going on, whether it's you know, if there's a certain subsection of audience that I want to binge it, this is this is the way forward. I, I if it was on Netflix, I watch it like this, and and then you've got the um, they want to be 
be seen to be being diverse in all their casting and and all the production teams of writers and and I think there is a an element of the BBC tends to sort of want to sort of tie itself up in knots over these things rather than let it just let it happen naturally. They do tend to tie themselves up and they make sort of some cases they do make sort of snap decisions that that proves to be its downfall now. Whether this is because old, I mean, old fans like us, we're used to watching our television um, in that weekly episodic format. If, if if that's how it is, if it's a drama, it's a weekly episode. We'll watch it and we'll wait to the next week. Um, and you've already said if it does stream, you probably wouldn't watch it like that. Yeah, you you what you'd wait for the next week to come along. Um, so as we say, modern or younger people, they just want to binge it. And my kids do. They binge it. There's something they, they watch. They, they're binging it now on, on, on iPlayer. Well, actually, the, pr- the problem you know. with that is, though, that you say, yes, I'd like to watch it as a weekly thing. The problem then is, what do you do? Do you cut yourself off from media, from social media, so that you don't get everything spoiled by the people that have binged it straight away? Well... I, you sort I mean, of find yourself I, yeah. being forced into you're changing your viewing habits, your viewing habits, yeah. to yeah to come into. Life. I mean, but it's not it's not necessarily. I mean, to be honest, Disney Plus has to a large extent not binge, not you know, downloaded all its episodes of its major shows. At no, once. they've done no, them. That's a very good point. A very good point. Yeah, if if anything, on a weekly basis, the, yeah, they're one of the streaming platforms who. who who shied away from it, really. Yeah, um, which sort of says, well, actually, if you make a programme that's good enough, then actually, mm. by doing it weekly, you actually make more of a, 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 a an event of the programme. Well, it's funny, because, actually. Sort of... Because you get the, the fan bases then have a time to discuss the episode that's gone before the next episode comes. Which I think is, is an important thing. I mean, and particularly as we are podcasters now i don't think it would um actually i've just only before i come on to that um how it, how it could affect the like the podcasting community uh i was just sort of thinking of the recent sort of star trek output whether it's been on netflix or on amazon prime they haven't streamed that all in one go no star star trek discovery has been weekly picard has been weekly yeah the bigger um, the show, the yeah, the more they want it to be that major talking point. The more they that they have gone stuck to the yeah traditional. So, so I, I think really this whole thing of oh well, the BBC should stream it. I think if the BBC listened to that subsection of people saying this is how we it should be done now because X Y Z streaming platforms do it, well they don't really. No, and this is what I'm and this is what I'm saying about the, you know. You know the BBC making these snap decisions based on a small subsection, yeah, because they just right. want to be seen to be pleasing everybody, and and BBC shouldn't, and actually no broadcaster should try to please everybody with with every single bit of output. Yeah. They shouldn't. And it, if you're the sort of person that wants to settle down for a whole afternoon and watch a program one episode after the other, then wait until the end. Yeah, you be the one that sits there and yeah. Wait. However, however, though, Paul, as I was going to say with, with the podcast community, obviously we wait each week. When it's on the telly, 
Yeah. We're, we're recording what we watch it, maybe once or twice, then we sit down and record and discuss it. And that and that's how that's how we do it. And that's how people generally do discuss it. So I can't wait for next week. You know, it's that excitement. Yeah. So I think we've, I, I don't know, really. I think when it comes, if, if they do stream it, I think we'll still we'll still be putting out weekly episodes. We wouldn't be yeah. sort of like doing it as one thing. Um, but certainly but, not. But on the plus side, at least it makes our schedule for recording a bit more flexible <laughs> because we don't have to wait till oh it's out Sunday. Can you record Monday so we can get it out Tuesday? <laughs> no, I, exactly, exactly. Because <coughs> as 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 long term listeners will know to to this show is every time a new series of Doctor Who starts, Paul goes on holiday. <laughs> Yeah, so you know, <laughs> but that, that but that's the thing. It does give you that breathing space to say, okay, um, if it's streaming, or you, you know, you're going to be away. Say when the third episode, when we meant to be doing the third we episode, can, you can say we, we can watch we it can in watch advance, it advance and record. And record. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's only yeah. the news that would be slightly, slightly out, exactly. Yeah, but um, but say we, we we've got round the news in the past if one of us hasn't you know been around yeah. or whatever. Uh, so. Yeah, it just, it just seems interesting. I, I just think, well, if it's true, what are the reasons why BBC are doing it? Because they had, as I say, they have started streaming all episodes of certain series immediately. Mm. Um, but as you say, it's just a rumor. There, there's a hell of a lot of rumors going around um, on series thirteen at the moment because we, we, as usual, we really don't know what's going on. Um, and this kind of leads into the the next piece of. Um, I was of, just sorry. Can I just oh, one, one thing one thing on that one? It obviously has actually. You have just highlighted actually the reason why we had no Doctor Who for over a year mm. wasn't actually because they wasn't because of the problems of filming it. It's because I couldn't go away. <laughs> <laughs> they were holding back until you went away, weren't they? That's... <laughs> Has he booked a, you know, executive meetings every first of every month? Has he any any sign of a holiday booked for him? No, he still thinks the travel ban's stopping him going. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it's um, yeah. I, I think I, I don't know. I, I do you know what? I, I maybe it it might throw s- some of the podcast community into disarray. They might thought, oh, "How can we?" You know. How can we give our opinion with everyone's heard it already? We'll, we'll be out of date and everything. Well, pff, so be it. I mean, we've we've I mean, never yeah, been yeah. What, we've what never it, been it, out, you know, out of you know, we've never been first out of the gate when it comes to releasing reviews of Doctor. We've waited two, three days yeah. after it's after it's aired. You know, what what it, what, it, what it will kill is in in the podcasting world is the fact of the aren't I clever? I've got an opinion <laughs> on what's going to happen next. <laughs> oh yeah, it will kill that. It will because because you know everyone will know that you're wrong by the time you <laughs> you get to the chance to say it, uh, or or you're going to be saying, "Well, I knew that was going to happen because," or if you, or even if you haven't watched the next episode and you actually guess it right, everyone will just think, "Well, he must have watched it on the yeah. iPlayer." Yeah, exactly. Oh well, so, we shall see. We shall see because we, we we've so, only yeah. got. Uh, because I think it's due to air or start at the end of October, is it October the thirty first. I think is a date we've we has been um, sort of banded around at the moment. So we'll yeah, we'll um, I, and and you're going to be away, booked, aren't you? I still, I still haven't booked anything up yet. Come on. <laughs> oh well, you got a bit of time, Paul. You got a bit of time. 
Oh, well, we, we shall see. We shall see. Now, um, actually, when okay. I you, you'll know when I am away because the BBC announced and then changed to the published program. <laughs> 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 I had to drag it forward or back to get it while I'm away. Well, no. I, I, so if, if there's any travel agents out there um, listening, do not take this man's money. All right. So- <laughs> He's holding all Doctor Who fans to ransom. Don't take his money. Just you know, I'm going to run oh, yeah. to the Home Office and they're going to confiscate your passport wherever you're going. That's it. Done. The, yeah, the, the minute the BBC actually announced the, the the dates that they're going to start showing the the new series, it literally, literally prices of accommodation, holiday accommodation, will treble because they're stopping. <laughs> say, say no, I'll be desperate to book. <laughs> Oh god! Right, okay. Let's let's crack on the next bit of tittle tattle then, because I've I've tried once. We keep getting dragged back to your holiday planes. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. Now, obviously, as I was alluding to just a minute ago, um, you know, we, we don't really know what's happening with with you know with series thirty. We know it's six episodes. And we've got was it three specials next year? And I think on the last the last podcast we discussed well. You know, as Jodie Whittaker and Christopher are leaving, we've got to have a new actor playing the Doctor. We've got a new uh, showrunner, a new production team, so on and so on and so on. So everyone's sort of thinking, well, what's happening in 2023 then? Because that's the 60th anniversary of Doctor Who. Will we? Will they do anything? Because obviously the the extra special we're getting, which we're assuming is also going to be Jodie Whittaker's and Chris Chibnall's swan song, is to coincide with the centenary um, of the BBC uh, later next year, so um, so there's all sorts of people can uh, rumours and conjectures. However, um, a certain Mister Ian Levine, which 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 will be familiar to all Doctor Who fans out there, he has been tweeting. Um, he's obviously very very pleased that Jota Whitaker is leaving the um, leaving Doctor Who, and also that uh, you know, Chris Chibnall is leaving. He's also very very pleased about it as well. But he tweeted. He said, now, um, this is the direct quote from his tweet. He says, now I'm going to really upset people. Doctor Who is going to be rested for five years because the BBC will not admit they got it horribly wrong by casting a woman doctor and hiring Chris Chibnall, the worst producer of all time. Tragically, there will be no 60th anniversary special. Now, setting aside the got it horribly wrong by casting a, a woman doctor and hiring Chris Chibnall, the worst producer of all time... Um, that's just him being. Well, he's, he's never agreed with either of them being in the role, has he? So no. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna put that to one side. I don't think that's the reason. Um, but the rested for five years because the BBC, you know, that that's the bit that interests me the most because he then somebody then tweeted back to him and said, "Resting Doctor, don't be silly." But he immediately come back and said, um, "Morris is saying I wished I was, but my sources are very high up." Now, whether it's high up in the production team or high up in the BBC, I I don't know. So, do you think there's any, could be any truth to this? Because to get anything out now, I mean, this, I must admit, I don't know when they're going to be filming the, these these specials. They could start filming next year with a new actor and a new team. We don't know. We could have something in 2023. It's, it's possible, but extremely tight. Yeah, I mean, I've... Well, it's or, a question of, of of do they actually see twenty twenty three as a as a particularly significant? Important. Well, no, because it usually goes fifty seventy five. So we had nothing for forty, did we? 
Well, Doctor wasn't on the on air in the fault in the forties. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. There was no, there was no, well, no, there was no, no uh, faults that. Oh, you know, actually, we should we should. Wasn't the wasn't the fortieth? Well, didn't they have something special on BBC Two that night? Was that the fortieth? They took over BBC Two and Tom Baker was doing sort of inserts and the and the BBC Two logo was a, a Dalek in the shape of a two. Was that for the fortieth? I can't remember now. I mean, you had the thirty years in the TARDIS, didn't you? That they actually yeah program yeah. they did. For thirty, but yeah, no, I don't know if there's necessarily a massive. I don't really think most people look at sixty as being as a special milestone, really. No, I mean, no. I know, I know, we had a a diamond jubilee, didn't we, for the Queen, which mm. is the sixty. Yeah, but as I think you've said before, it tends to be fifty, then seventy-five tends to be the uh, yeah the next major. Milestone yeah. of it, of anything really, yeah. Um, it, it's interesting though. Um, he he seems to think he's he's claim not seem to think he's claiming that his sources are you know are genuine. Um, and I think somebody else tweeted, well, he was right about the two thousand and nine specials when David Tennant bailed out. Yeah. Um, his sources. So he, I'm not saying he got that one right. I'm not saying he's got a track record of, of being right on all these on all these things. He, he got that one right. Um, but I mean, and he obviously does know a lot of. People he does know, but he does, he does. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not disputing not, that for a, for a moment. No. Um, but at the same token, somebody, I think it was somebody in the BBC announced or or, or quoted as saying, the next sort of series of Doctor after after Joseph Whitaker has left, there will be some radical changes. What that means, I don't know. I've absolutely no idea what what that that, that could possibly mean, um, but it's just this resting for five years. Now, I think there is a certain amount of people out there who, who say that's a good thing. They said it, it could do with a break. I, I mean, I, there, I mean there, there may be something in that, in the fact that you know you you take a a breath now with the fact that obviously you're in a position where you can bring in a whole new team. Yeah. And there may be something in the fact that if you roughly know the people that you'd like to be doing it and they're not available for a couple of years because they're already committed to other things, would you then mm. rather wait for them to do what you, you know, I could understand that. Five years seems quite a while. I mean, wasn't there something about the fact that BBC Worldwide had done deals with other countries broadcasters for certain amount of series and I seem to recall reading or, or from hearing there. something along those lines yeah so it's for the BBC then to take a five year break unless that all those commitments have been met would be a risk if they've actually got buyers abroad well, for yeah. Yeah, new series exactly. And it's you know, a big, it's, it's, say, it's not just it's a, it's you know, a when, big when earner people, for the BBC. It really, is. when people talk about you know Doctor Who and they talk about the the viewing figures <clears throat> in this country, mm. it's not just this country that matters. No, exactly. Again, you know? again fa- fandom is very very insular when it comes to Doctor Who because it, it's you know it could I mean when it's this radical change they could be doing like a, a deal with a, with with say someone like Netflix or Amazon Prime or an American broadcaster. We Stars. could end up with. A, with yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Another Torchwood Miracle Day. <laughs> oh God, no! Let's not have that one again. But, but, but you see, <laughs> he'd rather have the five years with no Doctor. Who. I would actually. Then I'd have another Miracle Day. Good God! 
No, it's um no, it, it's it's interesting. I mean, I know Ian Levine loves loves he loves to sort of set the cat amongst the pigeons a lot of the yeah. time. Um but there there could be something in what he says, you know, and I and as a But like term, I say, I just I just don't know what the be interesting to know what the cost to um money in is on Doctor mm. Who. Yeah. You know? In terms of, of, of a world on a worldwide basis. And I th- it would it would it would be quite a especially into BBC Worldwide because that's that's the arm it goes on to now, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's not BBC Studios and it's BBC Worldwide. So I and, yeah, I and, know it's, it's and, funded and the, completely and, different and sold differently and and the DVD yeah, sales and the spin-off yeah. sales, the figures, the whatever. If it's not on the telly, you know, are you losing all that income Possibly. as well? Possibly, you know, yeah. It, yeah, I, I don't and, begin to, you know, I, I never paid it too much attention, so I'm, I'm not. No, I mean, yeah, well we've never been interested in that. But there no. must be, there must be a point to that. You can't. I don't think you can just say, you know, viewing figures in this country are not the be all and end all of of Doctor Who. No, exactly. So, I don't know. I mean, it just seems to be that that would be quite a long time for the BBC to risk losing a worldwide audience over. In that amount of time, something new yeah. come along, and they've got to start all over again. All over again, or maybe that's the plan, Paul. Maybe the plan is just to draw a line under this now and then start again. But then, say, we, that, we that's do always got to be harder than. Well, the, as I said last time, there's always this thing about you know after Jodie Whittaker leaves, they're going to sort of reboot Doctor Who and they're going to sort of like start again with a new first Doctor, which I think is doesn't make any sense at all. No, um, unless they can find a, a, a damn good sort of plot reason to do that um I, I i really couldn't say but yeah i mean i mean the fact is fact is i mean you can always start with a new doctor and a new you know that's that's the beauty of the program and mm. then you can be as interested in the the canon of the program or not as you like there are ways you don't have to you don't have to do that you don't have to follow the canon as such Oh no! Oh no! God's sake! No, a canon is just, uh, yeah. So Doctor Who's ignored its canon over the years, anyway. Yeah, so it's that's changed what, it. Yeah. yeah, changed it enough, anyway. I mean, and if and and to be honest, what this last series did, it was try to was try to change it quite a lot. Now, if the idea being that that's the reason why the BBC are now thinking, oh, we better give this a rest for five years, then. What are you going to do in five years' time if you're not? I know because all, all that if, was, if, all that if was the worry is, really, it? if the worry is the fact that you don't want to change it too much, it's changed too much, and that's caused problems. Then you're not going to rest it for five years so that you can change it completely. It's, yeah. Default. Nah. Well, time will tell. Time will, time tell. will tell. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure it's going to be. I think it's going to be a, a quite a long time before we actually find out what's actually going to happen after. Um, Joe Whitaker and Chris Chibnall leave. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So obviously we will we will discuss that as soon as we hear anything at all. As, I, would, as, as I would we, suspect. I would, I would suspect if if it's more a decision, it'd be more a decision <laughs> that the people they would like to take the show forward, whether that mm. be the actor or the showrunner, not being available. I can see there being a delay for that. Yeah, if they if they really do want someone, if if, if that's the reason they you yeah know, they're going to hold out for the person they really want for the job, yeah, then rather fine. than come back with a sort of 
intermediate. Yeah. 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 Why are they white? Then, yeah, then I can understand why they do that. Um, But, yeah, it just seems a long... Five years seems a long time. It does seem a long time. It does. It does. But uh, time will tell, Paul. Time will tell. Anyway, um, that's it for the news and tittle-tattle corner for another month. Um, So a rather long... Uh, Tittle Tattle Corner this this month, actually. Um, So anyway, uh, coming up next, we're going to be talking about Vampire of the Mind from Big Finish. So for another month then, that was the news. everybody it's uh, time for our, uh, a review uh, for this month and as i said we're going to be talking about vampire the mind for big finish so before we get started let's listen to a little clip you want to know why i did it come closer i'll tell you the reason is because i am the master doctor who vampire of the mind i've had an email too <sighs> My application was fast-tracked. It seems I've been accepted. They're setting up a laboratory for me. What? The place has been empty for years. Must be halfway to falling down by now. It was always a weird place. Oh, Dr. Scott, it's you. Dr. Threadstone. It's Heather. Uh, Damien, wasn't it? Yes. Yes. Call me Damien. Uh Oh, there's a... there's a figure. Several figures. But there is something odd about them. They're they're moving like like they're they're in a daze. Pale as corpses, they said, wandering about in a trance-like. Since then, you'll be lucky to find anyone who'll go near the place after dark. Doctor! Doctor, do something! Don't worry, Heather. I will. <laughs> Somehow. You really won't, you know. But don't you worry, Doctor. It'll be your turn soon enough. Okay, right. Uh, Paul, I believe it's your turn to, to, to kick off this month. But before we do, um, as usual, there will be spoilers in this. We'll be discussing um, sort of various plot points, but, uh, or potentially could be discussing plot points during this, uh, this little discussion. Because uh, this one was actually released on the 9th of May 2016. So it's uh, five years old now. So, um, so if you haven't listened to it, go away and come back when you have. So you have, you have been warned, you have been warned. So um, here we go then. Paul, what did you think? I was going to say, actually, when you started to make that announcement, I thought you were going to say, be warned there will be scenes of violence and of a sexual nature. <laughs> and swear words such as bollocks, wanker and fuck. <laughs> right, Paul, what do you think? Um, I quite like this. I quite like this story, actually. Just because it actually was quite a small contained story. Yes, yes, it was. It was. It certainly was. Um, the, it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, kind of put it. It wasn't grandiose, was it? In its, no. in its storytelling, this one. No, it was. It was. It was um, and it wasn't groundbreaking either, was it? No, it wasn't. It certainly wasn't. Um, I'd almost say it was. Um, ooh, a romp, really, to a certain degree. No, to be honest, actually, what it did do to me was actually the character of the master in this and this story 
did sort of lend itself to sort of the third Doctor era more than the six, I think. To me, uh, well, I think they were going for that vibe because obviously and you they had were. That, I mean, it was set. They were. It was, they, it ba- was set. they basically was resetting it for. Was it the Sea Devils? Was part yeah, of that? It, yeah. yeah, because it was. Yeah, uh, uh, spoilers. It was the where, where it took place. It was the same sort of island prison where the master yeah. was being held in the Sea Devils, um, which was a nice little callback. Um, yeah. Didn't add anything to the plot, really. Uh, only, well, in a, well, I say that in a funny way it did because the Doctor couldn't remember where he was. Yeah. Which I think went into the whole memory loss thing, theme of the, of this story. Yeah. Which was fine. It, it was it was inconsequential. It didn't really mean anything. It was just a nice little callback. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it, but it, yeah, and it did, it was... To you, you as you as you find out to the plot, wasn't it? So mm. it wasn't just thrown in just completely randomly. There was a a sense that um that there was supposed to be clues along the way. If you yeah, to pick them. Well, or, yeah, because there was clues for the doctor to pick yeah, up along the way. It was, it was, because all it, as I was about to say, it was just sort of like breadcrumbs, wasn't it? Yeah, a trail of breadcrumbs left for the doctor. To make his way to the Dominus Institute, um, and then and all along it was just to get the Doctor there, wasn't it? Really, that was the yeah. Master's plan all along. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Actually, what you think is 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 what he's doing is not. <laughs> it's so like, yeah, no. I mean, I, th- I thought I thought it was a well structured story. Mm. Um, as you say, yeah, it wasn't quite a romp. There wasn't the. It wasn't massively fast-paced, and you did seem to be just going around about the three or four different rooms all the time. Well, that's what that's why I said it was. It was like but, a, it, was, it was almost like a like a um, an on-stage sort of stage yeah. farce or something. Yeah. It, it, as I say, it, it's very economical with the storytelling, even for an audio story. It's economical with its um, its um, locations. Yeah. As well, really. I know you don't want to confuse too many people because you're jumping about here, there, and everywhere. But um, it was two or three locations. That was about it in this, and, and and that was it. And yeah, there there are some of the audio program, audio stories, and you think to yourself, well, that's actually what you can do with audio. You could never the BBC could never afford it to film that. This one, yeah, quite easily. <laughs> yes, could could have done it over a couple of weeks, couldn't they? Wait, which is why I haven't gone home. I know this is why I, 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 I can see where you came from. Was saying this could easily be a third Doctor story because it, right. it was set. You know, it, it's um, a because you say you, you've got the whole Sea Devils vibe thing or, or yeah. the location vibe in it, um, as, you, as you sort of find find out. But also just the fact that it's very, very much that kind of master story. It, it sort of reminded me a little bit of the Mind of Evil to a certain yeah. degree, um, and then it, it's just sort of. It's just really just between the Doctor and the Master again, which is very Pertwin Delgado. That's, yeah. that's that's what the whole thing just boiled down to: the Doctor and the Master. Um, and I, I must admit, I don't think I've actually listened to an Alexander or Alex McQueen. Is it Alex McQueen or is that the? Yeah. Uh, I was getting, is, I get confused. Is that is that is that his name? Was that the fashion designer? No, I think that's his. Yeah, I think you're. You're right. I'm right. It's Axe McQueen, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, as I say, I haven't heard one of his. I, well, I'm not conscious no. anyway of listening to one of his. Um, no, yeah, stories this was yet. the first. This was the first one of 
uh, mine of of with him as the the master. So what? So I I thought this was in the middle because what, what was before and you will obey me. What was what was the what was that? Do you know what that story's about? No, it, I didn't. No, I mean it's it's, 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 it's a was, trilogy, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Ball and it, it, this was just me just randomly picking stories. Picking as I one. Do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and probably yeah should have started with the first one, but actually. <laughs> To a large extent, you don't actually realise that you're in a trilogy until the end. Which was no mysterious, it, it, wasn't it? Yeah, which I think really works well because it actually did stand out. It it were you you weren't suddenly thrown into this story. You're not sitting there thinking, but I still don't understand that. Mm. You know, literally, if if you take the last I don't know minute of the audio off. You'd be quite happy with it being a standalone story and not having realised you were listening to the middle story of a trilogy. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. As you say, well, certainly, I saw. I felt I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, it was still, it almost came as a shock to me at the end of the, that there was obviously more story to go on. More story to go on. I know exactly. And, I and, think... and, and then looking up afterwards, you find out. Oh, actually, there was more story before as well. <laughs> well, I don't know if the other story ended up because obviously. Um, I, I don't know what master was in that other story. I haven't, I haven't checked no. actually. But um, obviously, this is this is sort of like this particular master, this incarnation of the master. This is his first um, sort of story. We, we yeah. think because um, it does appear he's got a bit of sort of post regenerative sort of trauma himself, hasn't he? Yes. That he can't remember how to fly the tar. He's his tardis. So. Which makes for an interesting thing. It's usually sort of it's always the Doctor has that, and it's interesting to see its other Time Lords have the same kind of reaction well, my, to, my, to, my, to my first thoughts on that was obviously what the how the what the Time Lords did to the Doctor to maroon him on Earth. Mm. Exactly. It very much. You know, my thoughts were: Oh, was that the? Is that the Time Lords that have done that? Well, it might um, be because it was that mysterious thing at the end. Um, we don't know, do we? So. No. And it, there's, there's people who have obviously listened to all three parts that are now saying to us, idiots. <laughs> oh, I know, exactly. Exactly. Um, it's not the first so, time we've done this, though, but we, we, we uh, picked the middle part of a trilogy. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. We, we we tend to do that. I mean, no, it was it, yeah, it just intrigued me because I actually wanted to listen to someone else have a go at the master. Mm. Which I suppose then leads me to, what did I think of the... The version of the master. Yes, yes. What and did I, you think of that version of the master? <laughs> and I actually say so I actually really like this. I really liked his performance of that. There was the enough of the sort of um, mad master there, but it wasn't the all-encompassing character of him. The sheer evilness of him was almost refreshing. It- Yes, he was very, very, um, very. It's a very sort of callous master. Yes. You no, know, if anyone gets hurt, okay, the master has been like that anyway. But the way it, it came across, it was even more so. The the the, the complete disregard for anyone else's life, but in, or, or but the in, harm in, he could cause. You know, recently, my my problem with the more the TV recent portrayals of the master is. That he's actually doing things for effect. Well, they've and gone to down show this, off. Yeah, they've gone whereas, down this road whereas, of, whereas yeah, this, 
I was going to say, having to, having to impress the Doctor all the time. Yeah. Which I think is, why? Why, why is this always, where's this come from? Um, yeah. And, yeah, and it's always been, and I, I, yeah, I, I, the recent takes that on the Master or Missy, what you know, we'll, we'll say, it's always been manic. Yeah. Um, and it's oh, that's the that's the flip side to the Doctor, sort of like it's manic. Well, well, no, it's not. The flip side is one's good, one's evil. Yeah, that's that's the flip side to, to the yeah, Doctor and the it, Master. It is the you know. it is the total fact that the, the Master it just doesn't actually care what happens to anybody else. No, and that's the which, thing with this, isn't it? Which is what this gets across completely. You get that sort of the the. The suaveness of of the Delgado master coming through, mm. and just the you know, but these these are such low creatures. Why should I have any regard for them? Oh yeah, they're certainly inferior as far as he's concerned. Yeah, certainly, and uh, they're just there to be to be used. Well, consider he's sort of attracted the, the, the greatest scientific minds to the Dominus Institute. Yeah. Um, and then basically just bled their minds dry. Yeah. Uh, which is, and as I say, he's got no sort of regard and no regard for the um, the creature he's using yeah. to extract that information or, or that, that those yeah. minds, and it, information, and it, memories, whatever you call it. And it's it. not yeah. even actually the information they've got that's important. No. no. As well. You know, that 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 that's the really the the whole thing. It's just actually these were the people that might actually attract the attention of the Doctor. Yeah, that's it. And that's it. So, you know, yeah, they can just... Uh, it's like... They serve like a purpose. Um, well, yeah, it's, it's like a... Um, I mean, to, they are, to, to the Master, they are a bit of cheese to catch them rat. Well, yeah, I was going to say it's like using um, sort of like chum to catch a shark, really. Yeah. You, you, you've, you've, you've basically got lots of dead fish you're chucking in the water to attract a shark so that's basically yeah. what he's the master's doing here yeah you know he's 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 killing animals he's he's like a hunter yeah he's killing other to, to leave as, as leaves like a trailer bait for his yeah. for his you know for you know for, for his prey to, to arrive at and this is yeah. exactly what he's doing uh it's um yeah it's very very sort of callous but it, it's not he, he doesn't play it sort of you couldn't sort of imagine twirling his moustache while he's doing yeah. it. Um, it's very laid back. Oh yeah, very very I mean, the, sort the, of cool, the cool only, and calculating take. The, the on only the, the only part that you could say is 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 slightly manic is the laugh is his laugh. Yeah, but that's not necessarily. I didn't. Well, I was going to say overdone, but I didn't find it annoying, which is usually a good sign for me. <laughs> But because 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 the rest of it, it almost you know sort of punctuated the the evilness rather than being the the the, the topping of it. Yeah, the sort of the, the the defining character trait is the yeah. evil laugh. Yeah, exactly. It just didn't it, it didn't happen. No, no, no. You so found what, yourself um, still so shocked at what was actually he'd actually done that. Yeah, yeah. The the laugh actually repelled you rather than. Made you groan. Made you groan. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, what do you think of um, Colin Baker in this? I, I thought he was as, as splendid as always. Actually, yes, yes. Um, and to a large extent, also with with you that you have to look at 
um, the companion. Yes, um, Heather Treadstone, played by Kate yes. Kennedy. Yeah, and actually, if you get also, if you can get that person, the best, the best, what, what Big Finish have done really well with the Sixth Doctor is slightly toned down the pomposity, but they've also hmm. usually given him a companion that was, uh, was had had the ability to to prick that at, at, at any slight show of it. Well, yeah, because you had that thing about because uh, one of the the the, um, the things that happens in this story is sort of like they're trying to get like uh, an invite into the Dominus Institute as one of the you know as one of the yes professors working there. So um, the Doctor applies. So does Heather Treadstone. Um, the Doctor gets turned down. Which we know we know now why because it's the master. We knew that's, yeah. that's the reason he did it. Um, but Heather gets um, accepted and gets her own yes. equipment and laboratory and, and and so on and so on, which which really sort of rubs the doctor up the wrong way. She says, well, well, you could be you could be my assistant." <laughs> yeah, yeah, turning the whole yeah assistant thing around. Yeah, and and she was, you know, I think you've got to give um, the sixth doctor a strong companion. Because he's not necessarily the um uh, the, 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 the the third doctor, you know, I can protect everybody or whatever mm. doctor is he? I mean he does tend to um go astray somewhat sometimes. Yes, he does. He does. And I think it, yeah, I I it, though she was a perfect foil for him. Yes. I really did. I really did. I, 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 I'm assuming she, she's just like a, it's just a one-shot companion. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I, I suspect that. Yeah. Which, is a, which is actually quite sad because I actually think there was quite a good chemistry between the two of them. Yeah, I, I think almost on a, not quite on the same par as Evelyn Smythe. No, um, but but, um, it, but, it's cer- but it's certainly down that sort of character line. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I don't know if they were they sort of like saw so that that's what that's what works. Evelyn Smythe and you know, uh, you know Maggie Stables was 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 fantastic with Colin Baker. She really was. Um, yeah. So I remember that they, they had that in the back of their minds when they sort of cast this actor in, they, in, in yeah. that, in, and how they wrote the role as well. That's you know. yeah. That's what they was looking for, perhaps. Yeah. And and yeah. yeah. And like I say, and I think in this sort of where you have got a small cast and it is set. Reasonably in real time, mm. then, yeah, you need the chemistry between all the cast to work, and definitely it does with this. Oh, it does. Yeah, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Um, obviously, the the other actor of note in this is uh, John Standing, um, who's an, another sort of like st- sort of staple of sort of British television in the sixties and seventies. I don't you don't see much so much of him anymore, so I was quite surprised to see him um pop up in this, actually. Yeah. He always played sort of like a, a minister or a or a banker. He, he had that kind of air about him. He always always played sort yeah. of like or, or a CEO of a company. He always played those sort of roles. Um so yeah it was it was nice to hear him in, in this as well. And he, but he got his own little thing to do as well, did he? Because he was off the whole thing they were trying to Heather Tresham was trying to find her father, Professor yeah. Tresham, played by John Standing, um, and he was off doing his own little things as well, wasn't he? Which I quite yeah. liked, rather than just being missing and then then being found. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I think that's I think that's what was what was good about about the Heather and him was actually they both actually had quite a lot to do on their own. Mm. Yeah, and it wasn't. I mean, I for the spoilers in this, I know they end up then. Well, Professor Fredstone comes and frees the Doctor, and then they go and free Heather. Mm. But you know, but there isn't quite the you know, the they're just there to follow the Doctor around, saying, "But why, Doctor?" Oh no, no, in, in, there, in there wasn't. They, they were there wasn't any of to, that. No, they were helping to explain things yeah. along the way. That that's what I loved about it. I really did. I mean, in some ways, they was trying to point the Doctor in the right direction rather than rather than just following. So yeah, that, and that's 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 really what I liked. I think just the the conversations between all the characters seemed quite real. Yes, and yes, they did. They, yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. I think it's another um, another really I mean, strong strong story from yeah. From I mean, Big even Finish, really. even, to, even to the to the non plot points, I liked. I like the fact. The little conversation that happens with the Doctor and Heather in the pub over the food, and then you know, if we're going to do that, then I think there's one thing we better do first: let's have another drink. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And even sort <laughs> of her sort. Is it as you said that 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 particular scene? There's a, that little thing where, and again, it just sort of came. It was natural kind of thing. Yeah. She said the, the Doctor couldn't finish his meal, so Heather said, "Well, I'll." I'll Finish it then, and it's sort of the conversation continued while she was eating the doctor's meal. Yeah, um, it was just it's just silly little things like that. Just as you say, gave it sort of an air of of, of reality because that's what people do. Yeah, you're not going to finish that. Oh, I'll have that then. That's what happens. Yeah, you know. and because it because like I say, a lot of it seems to be, especially once they get to the islands, is is quite in you know you sort of hearing you know effectively real time. Mm. Yeah, the the the. You know the fact that they have to stop to have something to eat is quite a natural thing, and that that again that that takes me back to sort of like the demons, where most of the stuff was set around the pub. Yeah, you know was, <laughs> things you can imagine. Pertwee's Doctor nipping in for a pint. That's the th- well, now that we know <laughs> the Brigadier and Mike Yates did at the end of that story, but uh, yeah, it's um yeah I, yeah I just, yeah yeah well yeah yeah the only difference here is yeah Heather would have been eating Sergeant Benton's <laughs> Benton's did <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, I, I, you know, as you said, it's not it, the plot isn't groundbreaking at all by any stretch no. of the imagination. But it was, um, I thought it was a lot of fun, yeah, to 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 listen to and and to be honest, you you where, you, where you've got the the, the the sort of the mindless um, sort of victims of of the masters, these professors and and you know, well-educated people, but their their minds drained by by the master. You've got this sort of zombie aspect to it as well so again it, it sort of put me mind to, to me anyway sort of the old hammer film plague of zombies um where they, this guy's got them it's all that's all to do with voodoo and everything but he's got them um working in a in a mine in, in cornwall so again it was that kind of that they were just trapped on this island just sort of doing the, the, yeah. the master's bidding um it just sort of put me in mind of that little bit and it's very very sort of old sort of like hammer horror kind of vibe to yeah. well. that's what I got anyway um and it's um and I thought it was it was it was great and I thought initially I thought oh zombies oh no doctor who does zombies I'm, I'm I'm sick of zombies I don't like zombie movies anyway I just find them just too bloody bleak as far as I'm concerned but um 
I, I thought this worked really, really well and used to great fit in a, in, a, in a, was it one or two cliffhangers the zombies were used? Certainly one. Yeah. Um, but I, I thought it was, I'd say the, the, the soundscape for the zombies, I, I thought was very, very well done. Yeah. The use of sound in it was, was, was great. So they was I, used I was, just enough, but not overused. Yeah. yeah, they weren't the main sort of threat, were they? No, they were just no. a tool of the master. Yeah. So again, he was very he was the threat. He, he was very much at the forefront. He wasn't, you know, anything else. And and again, you had this sort of like the 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 the, the, the locals on the island, sort of like talking about all. It's always like, it's always like the 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 old, the old bloke in a the pub. They do say there's ghostly figures walking yeah. around in the mist at night, and it was it was exactly like that, you know. Which I I love that old <laughs> that kind of thing. But um, yeah, that that, that but, ticked, but, ticked a lot and, of boxes for me. That did really did. Yeah, and even just the fact that um, when Professor Fredstone turns up, he's he's kind of he's basically had to. The, the the owner the landlady of the pub drove a hard bargain over how much she wanted for him to let him use her Land Rover was quite... Oh, I know, yeah. <laughs> no, there, there's a lot to enjoy in this. There really is a lot to enjoy. Um, I think which it's... I su- um, which yeah, I suppose it, some some of the credit has to go to uh, Jamie Anderson. Yes, indeed. In, in, I was in quite surprised. To, yeah. Interesting to, to see who, who uh, directed this one. Um those you don't know, I, Jamie. I Anderson wonder how. Is. Wonder how his dad would have taken that. That he's. Never... I know. I know. Those you don't know, Jamie. <laughs> the, the final is insult. <laughs> the final insult. No. Um, no. I've got to explain to people. Um, I know. That sort of. This wasn't particularly big, in in, in North America actually. But it was very much a, a British thing. But um, Jamie Anderson is the son of Jerry Anderson, who was the mastermind behind the absolute. Fantastic shows we watched when we were kids. Thunderbirds, oh. Captain Scarlet, Joe 90, Space 1999, UFO, Stingray. I mean, I could go on. Um, yes. Jamie Anson's father's an absolute legend and was a massive part of... Certainly, I think, British children's children in the 1960s and, and, and the 70s. Yes. Um, as much as Doctor Who was for those people were... Uh, as well, I think you know it's um is it it is massive impact, really did um, so yeah, just to see Jamie Anderson, um, directing this was about oh wow I wasn't expecting that yeah, was not expecting that at all, but of course we we know there's been some of the Anderson Jerenson stuff has gone on to Big Fish I think have they just recently done Terror Hawks haven't they yes so I understand it. So it's uh yeah so there is there is a there is a, a big finish and they did and, space uh, they've done space nineteen ninety nine yes well, they did they? didn't they yes how could I forget that yes they yeah. they they redid um, breakaway didn't they yeah the very first episode um yeah yeah so that that was that was a nice surprise but I'd, I'd say well done it was very well directed I thought yeah I do you remember an interview with Jamie Anderson where he, where he was introduced as another Jerry Anderson production. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I like that. That's a that's a that's a good one. That is a good one. But, uh, so now I, th- I think I've, I've I've said all I really want to want to say. Really, um, I know we, we've sort of discussed a few plot points. I don't want to sort of you know um, yeah give away too much here, but it's a very 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 enjoyable story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Some 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 sometimes you you listen to the big finished stories and you think, 
oh, that's interesting what they've done there, and that's clever, and mm. and I'm, you know, sometimes actually you might say, well, they've actually, tr- I think they've stretched that a bit far. Well, actually, sometimes if if you just get a get a good story and get an excellent cast, yeah, and let the cast perform and get someone who gets the cast to perform, then that's really that's as much really, as you need. Yeah, and as I say, it, it, this it ticks a lot of boxes for me. So I yeah. would, I think our uh, this this one we really do recommend going go, and, go and yes. listen to this one. Maybe you want to listen to Andrew Obey and the Two Masters after, uh, before and after this. Yes, <laughs> maybe. But actually, but actually, um, it doesn't make any difference. Whether, really. whether whether listening to this before you listen to Andrew Will Obey Me spoils that, I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't know because we haven't listened to it. No, but you cer- you certainly didn't have to have listened. It didn't seem to us that you had to have listened to that before you listened to this. No, didn't to us anyway. Didn't to no. us. Didn't to us. So, uh, but there we go, everybody. There we are. Um, that's a, that's a thumbs up from the Who's He podcast for this month, which yeah. is uh, well, we usually do with Big Finish anyway, don't we? Yeah. There's uh, there's always something to enjoy uh, with Big Finish. There's always something to enjoy with Doctor Who. Full stop. Um, yes. Even 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 in episodes you don't particularly like, there's always something you like, and you know. The next one you listen to or watch could be a belter. So there you are. And that's, le- the, unless, that's the nature of the beast. And unless, of course, you don't like women or chibnall. <laughs> In that case, you're absolutely screwed. <laughs> yes. You misogynistic wankers. There you go. So anyway. <laughs> anyway, folks, um, that's it for another month. And on that, just insulted <laughs> some of our listeners there. Um, but anyway... Um, there we go. There we go. So um, we'll be back. Well, actually, I'll be back um, in October because we're, we're going to be uh, resurrecting our um, our commentary um, special where people select an episode that sort of brings back sort of special memories for them at a certain time of their life. So uh, we're sort of resurrecting that. Um, I think the last one we, we did was back in March, I think, actually, which sort of mm-hmm. coincided with our... Uh, yes, Toby Haydock was the last one to yes. do one with us. So, we, yeah, so we, we've got a guest lined up, um, and they'll be listening to that in um, in early October. So uh, keep keep an eye. And obviously we'll still be doing some um, reaction videos on our YouTube channel, um, it, which appears to be rather popular at the moment, so we're going to keep churning them out. Um so I think obviously Scott will be back um, at some point. Um, so um, obviously he's back at school now. So uh, it's no, <laughs> we haven't got much recording time. So we have to take our chances. We have to wait till the house is empty before we can do it. So we have to take over the television for uh, for an hour or two. So, uh, but um, yeah, so there's plenty of content coming up um, over over the uh, next few months. So there we go. I say next few months, nearly the end of the year, Paul. Yes, I know. Bloody hell. Don't frighten me. I'll just frighten myself. Anyway, um, so until then, until then, um, actually, we never know because when we're back in October um, or November, actually, it might be, we might be doing a, a another Target review compared to the televised version, or it might even be new Doctor Who. Yeah, or we I might be yet. on holiday. You we might be on holiday. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. So we'll, um, yeah. We shall see. We shall see. So until then, everybody, it is goodbye from me, Phil. And goodbye from me, Paul. Goodbye.
thanks for listening. If you don't want to miss a show, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, and if you have time, leave us a quick review also. You can also subscribe to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Amazon Music, and don't forget to check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you want to leave us feedback, you can do this through Twitter, at who's underscore he underscore podcast, and also through the Who's He Podcast Facebook group. You can find all of these links on our website, who's hyphen he hyphen podcast.co.uk.